Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon, and together with my husband, Marcus Dillon, we lead Who's Really the Boss podcast, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Welcome back to Who's Really the Boss podcast. Hey, thanks for having me back. Well, on a previous episode, you mentioned, how do you know when it's time to quit? Or how do you know when it's time to stop whatever you're working for? Uh, And so it was very timely that I had just listened to one of my favorite podcasters, which she is a podcaster, but she's also a pastor and her name is Bianca Oltoff. And I like her because she lets a little bit of hood come out in her preaching. Uh, She keeps it real and I like it. It keeps me uh, engaged in her conversation, but she actually wrote a book and I believe within her book, she has five questions to ask before you quit. And so really just wanted to share that in case other people don't follow uh, Bianca Oltoff, but uh, I, it is recommended that you listen because she is fun. Uh, yeah. She's she's real and she's fun to listen to. Yeah. I thought you were going to quit. I thought, I thought that's how you're starting <laughs> this. I just went a lot of conversations uh, in the I last mean, few weeks. I mean, you also made a comment about you were going to push back on something that I said. Yeah. And pretty much at that point, I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Like this is, this is not allowed. Well, you, you can su- submit your resignation but I'll just delete the email Again. and say, you know, uh, it did that, that didn't come across. Sorry. When we talked about, yeah. Yeah. What do you ask, um, before you can actually quit? So when you've tried to resign multiple times and it never goes through, then yeah. you just decide, okay, well, this is not, this is not working. I guess I'll just stay. Yeah. It's fine. Well, um, then you quiet quit, right? You know, so that's the piece. Or <laughs> then, you, then you just wing it every yeah, day. Yeah. You see the decline in performance. All right. Well, uh, questions to ask before you quit. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of turnover in our industry and it, our industry, but then also we see it with clients and family businesses as well. And there's always this hope that the grass is going to be greener on the other side. And, you know, there's the the memes or the quotes, you know, the grass is green where you water it and all this stuff. But um, really stopping to ask and dissect why you feel like you do, what options exist, the five questions to ask yourself before you quit. So first question. All right. What's frustrating me? So these are asking yourself these questions. Okay. What's frustrating me? Do you ask them in front of a mirror? Like, <laughs> well, we were talking about at a conference that we recently attended that now there is AI yeah. uh, like voice like you, you that you can talk to and it will speak back to you. So instead of like typing in your thought, typing in your question, whatever, you just actually speak to this bot and then it are we going to go there to are we go gonna go? It, all go right so uh character.ai is what was kind of mentioned and shown and uh, for those of you that haven't looked at it it's got a ton of uh, backing it's it's raised money and they said our grandparents generations which we're in our 40s so our grandparents generations are going to be the last ones where you can't take a person and at a stage in their life, load it into an AI model, a learning, a language learning model, and be able to interact, 
live life with that AI in a capacity. Maybe right now it's just through a screen communicating. Maybe one day you load that into a bot and, you know, dance around the living room with your dad. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, what's going to happen, but um, it is, uh, it is progressing really, really fast and language models and voice models. We have friends that lead podcasts and everything is written with AI. The AI learned their language and delivers all the audio for the podcast. And so, yeah, um, you wouldn't have great outtakes or great dumb moments like we have here, but it, it is there. And so character.ai. So, so are you saying that when Cash, our dog, passes away you could load him into we do a, not have to stuff him yeah. <laughs> put him on the mantle that we can actually just have i was thinking stuffing and put rollerballs on the feet and like Stop. yeah um yeah you know maybe this is the thing and the explosive diarrhea goes away oh, too gosh. so i think that's the piece that you don't have to live for with. the dog for the dog Let's yeah clarify. yeah for the dog um so <laughs> the uh the the future's bright on that one. So <laughs> moving back to question one, what's frustrating me? Yeah. So clearly identify what is the thing that you're frustrated with? What is the thing that is causing you to want to quit? Whatever it is. So I mean, for here, we'll just take job. We've already mentioned it. And you have to name like what is the emotion and the trigger that is really causing this? Because when you talk about, especially from a job, that's a big decision to make. Um, we have not just had me <laughs> saying that we wanted to resign um, because you want to push back on my ideas. But we've had other team members that have expressed a desire <laughs> to no longer work with us. Yeah. And we're actually able to have conversations around that to find out what is the frustration? Why do you feel like you have to leave this, you know, current position? Yeah. Um, think it through a couple of different examples and the, uh, not, not everyone has come to us wanting to quit, but a few have, um, just because maybe communication wasn't the best and we'll own that or most of that. And allowing them to see options that exist or opportunities exist with inside of the business and not having to go outside of the business. So really stepping back and saying, what is frustrating me from an adult um, kind of mindset and not a childish or heat of the moment or something, you know, really being able to pause and say, you know, what is it that's frustrating will ultimately lead to better conversations with others. And I think we're all guilty of internalizing so much that after you ask yourself that question, when do you go to somebody else? Yeah, I, th I think you go to someone else if you can't name it. Okay. If you can't figure it out, if you have such a strong emotion of like, this isn't working, I can't do this anymore, uh, I'm so done, then that's when you go to someone else. Because if you're asking the question, what's frustrating me, and you can't define that or answer it, um, maybe it's a lot of little things that you can recognize, all these little things, but that's that those shouldn't be things that would make me want to completely change my life. Um, I think that's when you would go to someone else. The next question would be, can I fix it? 
or can I, can I, so like question me personally, two question is, number two, can, I fix, can I fix it or can I make it better? Okay. Uh, the, in the situation, let's, let's use real world examples where you have a person and, um, they come to you and they've said, Hey, I want to quit. Right. Um, do you ask them this question back? Like, have you thought about what, what frustrating you? And then second, you know, how can you fix it? I really think that these are like the first two, uh, probably all five are like things that you would do on your own. Um, and then if you get stuck at some point, then you would probably talk to someone who's unbiased, um, because the person, you know, even me or anyone else, uh, I'm a little, uh, just a little bit different. Cause I'm like, Oh, if it's not working for your family, okay, we'll, we'll find somebody, you and know, I'm like, like, you, I'm like your family, yeah. <laughs> your family comes first, um, yeah. even at our detriment. So that's a, a bit different, but. Yeah. Generic. Yes. <laughs> so, so question one was what frustrate, what's frustrating yeah. me? Question two, how can I fix it? And really that is self-reflective asking how you individually can fix it. So there is ownership there to yeah. where you have to think through like, what are the circumstances? Am I being irrational? Am I just being overly emotional? How can I fix it? What's in my control? Or even things like, have I not set clear boundaries for myself? Are these expectations from my leaders or are these expectations that I put on myself? Am I doing things within my current position that aren't a responsibility of this position, but I just took them on myself and now I'm overwhelmed and I can't I can't get it back. I don't know how to get it back under control. Um, maybe they don't feel like they have permission to let those things yeah. go or ask for help or whatever it might be. And so really reflecting on, you know, and, and I'm going to use our team member, one of our team members who was doing a whole lot of work, but she had taken on some of these things as not she was directly given them, but more of she could see if she didn't do it, she didn't know who else would be doing it. And so it was more of where if she could say, I don't want to do this part, this part's fine, but I don't want to do this, but I don't really know who's going to do it if I don't. And I don't really tell you that I don't want to do my yeah. job, you know, what she had already classified as her job. So yeah. I, I think the first one was lack of communication. I think the second one is probably lack of clarity. It could be communication as well. Um, to before we go on to the next question to tie that story, um, you have to make sure that in that example, what you were doing was even important. So um, part of the reason why it wasn't even discussed was it really wasn't important. It didn't move the needle at the end of the day. And some people may be internalizing more than they need to. And that's whenever you would, as you ask, what can I do to fix it? Maybe it's seeking that clarity of, is this really important? The, you know? the third question to ask yourself, is it me? Yeah. Because... Is that a Taylor Swift song? <laughs> no. Okay. You, you sing those words. Um, wherever you go, there you are. With all your problems. With all your problems. So if you're unhappy and you're blaming it on your job, but you're an unhappy person, when you go to another job, guess what? You're unhappy. For me, personally, I was a teacher. 
little insecure. Um, I won teacher of the year. <laughs> I had people coming in that I was teaching how to be a teacher. A lot of the times I was the example given in all different situations of how to do it correctly and still insecure. Like still, I knew there were things that I could do better. There were things that I wasn't doing that would be more beneficial. So just that kind of striving, high achieving, like always wanting to make things better. And so I wanted to quit because I felt like I wasn't doing, you know, like a great job. I wasn't the best. And so there were times that I wanted to quit. Well, then come to a new job. No, nothing about the industry, nothing about the position. There was definitely no clarity around what I was supposed to be doing um, or any kind of responsibilities defined. So insecure, guess what I want to do? Quit. So you go from one situation where um, my boss was a bit intimidating uh, when I was teaching and then to a job where my boss is not intimidating to me at all. Um, Jeez. So, <laughs> so just... But knowing like it was it was me in the first situation because there wasn't a problem. And then in the second situation started having some similar feelings, but it was different because I wasn't worried I was going to get fired. Um, I, I can't even quit successfully. And so uh, just realizing, you know, if if nothing changes, nothing changes, just moving a spot is not going to magically you know, bring joy and happiness in your life. Yeah. So the me is the commonality in both situations and that's what needs work, I guess. Um, and this is not to downplay, like there are, there are situations where there are factors that are outside of you, outside yeah. of me that make sense to move on. Yep. I think that's the thing to keep in mind with that question is the answer is always going to be, is it me? But to what extent is it? It's so much easier to recognize in other people. Like it's so much easier to recognize like your stress isn't coming from anything external. It's really an internal, you know, whether that's um, an expectation that you have on yourself or, or, past experiences, things that you need to work through or, you know, something like that. And so it's just, it's very hard, especially if you don't take the time to ask. So when we load your former boss into a character.ai chatbot and they give you affirmations, maybe we'll start to see a little bit less insecurity and a little bit more buildup. She gave up. me plenty. <laughs> it wasn't even that, like it was totally me. Yeah. It was always me. All right. So, so me. the fourth question, uh, you want to do that? Yeah. Is this a good decision for my future? So when emotions are high, the right here, right now, what's going to make me better immediately? What's immediately going to take away the pain or the frustration is usually what's at the forefront. And that's when, you know, emotions are high and people make rash decisions and then regret later what they did. And so if you can go through those first three, determine whatever it might be, and then stop and say, okay, is this decision what's best for my future or even just a good decision for my future? Yeah. I think so many people in, in that question and the rest of them, I think Yes, 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 yes. You know, like you can easily just do the checklist of 
yes, to get to the ultimate goal. So it really would be giving each of these due course to kind of think through, um, maybe somebody to hold you accountable. And, and the way to think about this one too, for me would be, is this something that my future self will be proud of? Um, not just, Hey, I'm staying through a hard time. Um, because that we we're seeing that with some friends right now in a bad situation or that is admirable and you want to get people to a place where you aren't burning bridges and you can actually pass the baton on a roll in a bad situation fairly easy. But do, if you stay too long, is it detrimental to your future self? And I think that's the piece where you kind of have to ask, like, am I staying too long? It, you know, is this I've asked these other questions 10 times now and I'm getting to the same result and now this one's kind of hitting a little bit different. So is there anything else to um, to highlight in that, you know, am I going to be proud of this decision in the future? Yeah, proud of this decision and sometimes just logistically. Is this decision good for my future or even is timing good for this decision? And so back to our example of the team member who came to us, um, they were actually wanting to just make the pain stop, like just make the frustration, the stress, the overwhelm. They didn't, they didn't care about the future because it was so great in that moment that they just needed to be done. They were going to make some life like big moves. And though not great, because we were definitely biased at this point, um, this person was a friend a, a long time. And so important to us personally and professionally that we're like, that is, that is not a good decision for your future, for your family. Like this is not the right direction to go of just, you know, cut ties and, you know, I'm giving my two weeks notice essentially. Yeah. Uh, and we're able to help them think through what if it looks different. And so for your future, you need income, you need an income source on paper to be able to do all of these things that are actually going to help you de-stress and get to a better place, uh, you know, all aspects, life and work. And so you need just the continuity of the job and not having like a, a lag in your resume, um, you know, just the income the stability, <laughs> just some things that you're, you're going to want in place when all of these other changes are happening. And so we're able to help walk through what that looks like for the future for this person, even if it wasn't forever, even if it was just in an interim time. Um, but definitely that was an area that I would say they might not say, but that I would say that we were actually able to help. And again, it probably wasn't exactly as designed for these questions because we were in a place of influence and bias. Yeah. I think there was definitely bias involved. And while we like to think that we do the right thing when we provide support in those situations and care about the person first, um, there still is, you know, a business aspect to it and really don't want this person to make that decision. So as a leader, whenever you are thinking through your response to these questions, after someone has answered them on their own, you have to give grace to listen, I think, first to really understand where they're coming from and not just try to band-aid the problem. Um, because for us, it was 
you know, we, at that time we did handle it appropriately, I believe as best we could. And we did truly listen to where, to where she was coming from and presented a, a great opportunity that has worked out really, really well that we would never have thought was possible for either party um, before these questions came up. So, yeah. And last question. So the fifth and final question, am I released? So what does that mean? Am I released? Does that mean like, I'm not, you can't quit. I'm firing you. You're released. (laughs) Am I released would be uh, more from a, a faith based. Am I done? Or is like God releasing me from this assignment and calling me into something else? What am I stepping into next that I have to leave this one behind? Um, But that doesn't always mean that you're stepping into another job or another relationship or fill in the blank, whatever that might be. It might be that you're stepping into a time of like preparation for whatever will be in the future. Yeah. It's just, it's that season that's waiting on the other side of that door. And, you know, the, the different analogies of the door opens, a window closes, all that good stuff. I think it, it kind of goes back into how do you, how do you feel like it was the right decision? How do you feel confident that you're not going to have buyer's remorse and that there will be a peace regardless of the decision that is made. And and I think peace and release are uh, not only do they rhyme, but um, I think that those are the two pieces that would go together in my mind as it relates to that fifth question. Absolutely. Am I released? Do I feel peace about leaving and transitioning into something different. Um, and again, when, when you transition and all of these are, I am released. That doesn't mean that you have the next five to 10 years, though. I would love that, um, you know, mapped out day by day, but that you, you kind of have your next best step in mind and that you feel called, you feel a piece into what, what is to come in the future. How many times can you ask yourself these questions before it's, I mean, daily, (laughs) you know, and then five years from now you look back and like the situation hasn't improved. It's only gotten worse and you're, you're that much more stuck. Let's go theoretical on this. Okay. Let's go theoretical. I would say, um, and this is, so projecting just myself. Uh, but I would say a lot of times when you can identify what's frustrating you and then figure out, is there anything I can change? And is it me? Like if you can do questions one through three, I bet you can resolve a lot of things that you don't need to quit. This doesn't apply to things that you were never really passionate about. This doesn't apply to like necessarily like a your first teenage job, like if you're babysitting for somebody or you're working at like a fast food or a retail, that really doesn't apply. I think these apply to when you felt called to a position, when you feel passionate about an industry. Um, I think that's when these apply. So when it is something that you felt felt very strongly towards and not just something that you picked up and did because it was available. Yeah. When you're actually invested. Correct. And uh, the, the main thing is knowing when to exit that perfect timing. It's never going to be perfect. And it's, how do you make it 
more ideal than not. I think if you can master that by asking these questions, then you've done your job, like right. And the the bad thing is you you don't want to stay. Uh, I don't want to use like the term abusive, but no. in a bad situation no. longer because you just convince yourself because of your lack of confidence, your insecurities, things like that, that you never can envision a brighter future for yourself. That is not what these questions are meant to no. keep you in place. And not where this podcast is even no, yeah. <laughs> able or uh, pretends to be experts in. So definitely not in any sort of abusive, uh, whether that's work or just life relationship. No, um, that's not what these are for. Uh, these are more of like you feel really torn. So you're either highly emotional, you know, maybe angry or really, really stressed, like in a bad place mentally and just want to get out of it. I think you do a really good job of leaving people better off than you found them, like helping find like, what is the best way that I can end this relationship and help them in a better future, like a better trajectory for their future, maybe even better than if they had stayed with us or if I had stayed with them. I think you are really good at giving solutions to how to make it better. Whereas me, I'm like, Ooh, let's run away and pretend that never happened. <laughs> like, how can I escape this situation? Like, let's cut it off and be done yeah. <laughs> and never, never talk about it again. Um, yeah. But I think that that's one way when you've decided like, I, I've been wrestling with this for a really long time. These answers really aren't going any different direction. I'm starting to feel peace about not being there anymore. But if I had, what does this look like without me for them? You know, if I left, what does it look like for the other person? Yeah. And they're going to be somewhat okay. I think that's how you start to arrive at a piece of actually, you know, changing the season or transition or job. Yeah. And, um, being able to envision uh, a brighter future for others and for other organizations with, without you there. Uh, I think we've had, uh, not you and I, but we've had a lot of breakups in our <laughs> life. Right. Um, and being able to paint the picture of you're going to be fine or you're going to be better, uh, without me in this role. And, Clients come and go, team members come and go, churches come and go, like relationships come and go. And I think you have to celebrate the chapters of the book that you're writing when you're there. And that next chapter, you may not play a part in. And so I think those are the other pieces to kind of keep in mind. It's not your story. It's theirs. And and you you have to be true to who you are and where you're at in life. And by asking these questions, hopefully it gives you a bearing that you're on the right path um, and following what you've been called to do. So I think these are, these are extremely helpful. Um, a lot of times while I may try to leave people better off at the same time, I'm a weird, awkward person who's an accountant <laughs> at their core and I hang around too long or keep talking too long and just need to cut it off. So um, while I appreciate those comments, it's probably still more work that I can do on that side. 
Well, this has been a fun conversation. And just know if any of our team members are listening, I will refer you back to this episode of this podcast if you come to us and try to quit. So <laughs> go ahead if, you, if you've listened to this book market so that if you ever find yourself in this situation where you're having a difficult time um, leaving one chapter and moving to the next, you have something to refer back to. Awesome. Thanks for leading. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. Leave us a review with your thoughts, comments, and feedback on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.